Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of Your Seventh Sense. I'm Terry Wilderman, your show host, and I'm a speaker and author, best-selling author of the book, The Enchanted Boardroom. It was hidden over there. I didn't get it. didn't have it right smack in front of me. The Enchanted Boardroom was published in 2016, and it is written specifically for mission-driven entrepreneurs to assist them to grow their practice with grace, ease, and flow. Your Seven Cents is a show about helping mission-driven entrepreneurs to grow in a way where intuition, angels, and any other metaphysical type work can be integrated with the practical and the logical. So what we talk about with our guests is integrating practical and logical with emotional, energetic, and spiritual so that we have a very cohesive and congruent platform for which to communicate, to be heard and understood, to lead in a way that people truly feel the vibration of good, solid, positive leadership, and to operate from a place of resilience where you yourself are the example for boundaries and how to operate resiliently so that you can share that with others just by virtue of being who you are. Now, today's guest is a super exciting lady. I love being with our guest today. We share a lot of time together. And what I find about this amazing woman is she always has a perspective that surprises me. Uh, When it came to working through some logo work that I was doing specifically for your seven cents, a couple of her insights on the original logo had me falling off the chair. Needless to say, those logos were not used. (laughs) So I'd like to introduce you to Roberta Shaler. As a relationship consultant, mediator, speaker, and author, Dr. Roberta Shaler is the relationship health doctor. Boy, are we going to have fun today talking about this stuff. She provides urgent and ongoing care for relationships in crisis. Her mission is to help people stop tolerating abuse. Even in the United States, Marines have sought her help. Dr. Shaler focuses on helping partners, exes, and adult children of the relentlessly difficult people she calls hijackles. She offers strategies for dealing with the constant uncertainty and jaw-dropping behaviors of toxic people. And I know that all of us know at least one toxic person and know how it feels to be in the presence of that individual. An author of 16 books, 16 books, who does that? (laughs) including escaping the hijackal trap and stop that crazy making, how to stop playing the passive aggressive game. She is the host of two podcasts, Emotional Savvy, The Relationship Helps Show and Save Your Sanity and Help for Handling Hijackals. Welcome to your seventh sense, Dr. Roberta Shaler. Thank you so much, Terry. I'm so happy to be here and excited to be talking to you as usual on or off air. And we do have a lot of fun. And our conversations are always insightful. Um, And I know that what you're going to be sharing today with the audience is going to be equally insightful to every conversation that we have. And the title of today's show is How Crazy Making People in Your Life Cloud Your Ability to See. And you and I both know that crazy making people are all around us. We're surrounded by crazy making people. So from an intuitive place, how did you know that this is what, where you needed to go and what you needed to do and the work that you're doing to help people 
work with crazy making people <laughs> well of course it has a lot to do with my personal story terry um, i was on my way to medical school i found out i was pregnant i switched to get a doctorate in psychology because i wasn't going to take a child to medical school too grueling and that was a wise decision it turned out very very well and after I did that for quite a long time, of course, I was all engaged in being a mom and I ended up marrying, I had three children and, um, I, you know, a lot of things going on, building a career, taking care of children. So I have my private practice and, and as it unfolded and I had more and more time for myself, I realized that although I was always called to work in communication and conflict, why? And I realized how many times I have been impacted by these toxic people. My mother was one, my father was one, my father's entirely family was one, each person was one. And so I realized that I had even more work to do and when I tried to do it, there was no one who could really help. There were people who could generally help about psychological, emotional issues, but there wasn't someone that I could find, and I'm sure there were many people elsewhere at that time, but it was before the internet, and I couldn't find anybody who could really help me understand and pinpoint the issues and recover from them. So I dove into my abilities and my expertise, and I started creating what they needed because I needed it. Got it. And isn't it true that those of us who are teachers, which we both are, we end up teaching that that we need to learn for ourselves. Yes, I think we often do, but I don't think it's as trite as sometimes people make it sound. Mm -hmm. I think if you've walked through the journey of something, I, I have clients all over the world, and they tell me they've been to many professionals before they got to me, and it's that having walked through the entire experience and coupling it with the expertise and education Exactly. Because I know many people out there who've been through a difficult relationship or got free of a difficult relationship, they decide that they can help everybody, but they don't have the the piece that is all of the education. Exactly. So, you know, they can work from an emotional level, from an information level. Maybe they'll work in alternative healing capacities, but I have a unique offering, so that's why I do it. Got it, got it. And you know, you're really right. You're so right because I know um, being a coach, there are so many people who think because people tell them, oh, you give such great advice that they can automatically just yeah. go out and say, I'm a coach. And by the being better, boom, they're a coach. And they don't realize that without the education, really understanding what coaching is all about and working with that, they can get themselves into trouble and they can really hurt people. Yes, and particularly in the psychological realm, because one of the reasons that I created the term that I use, the non-clinical term that I use to describe these difficult, toxic people, is because people were going to the Google goddess, and they were saying, my partner or my parent or my coworker does this, and the Google goddess is not a psychological professional. It's an index. Google goddess? Google goddess. Oh, Google goddess. <laughs> and and so the, the Google spits back a psychological diagnosis. And then the person asking goes, oh, well, then it's all on them. And it, they've got a problem. And now I have a name for it. 
And you forget that you're in that relationship. You got there for a reason. You stayed there for a reason. You've got your work to do too. And so I think that's another piece of it with the internet being so available. People are not always getting the information that is best for them. And I agree with you a bazillion percent. I really, really do. Now, how did your intuition lead you to opportunity and success in general in your practice? Well, once I started listening, I was really young. Um, when I was three, I was guided to go to church. And, you know, I look back on it and realize it was guidance because there was nobody in my house going to church. <laughs> so I wanted to do that. And my parents, you know, they were happy to get rid of me. And there was a church just across the back way. And so I did that. So and how has it... Years old that you that, church? Yeah, I was three years old. Wow. And so throughout my life, I have become more and more willing to listen to guidance and to be... I've spent an enormous amount of time just sitting and listening and, you know, really understanding what's going on for me in that realm. And so, yes, um, moving through, even, even creating the niche, even deciding with whom to work, not clients necessarily, but also uh, people who could help me with my business, people who might be in a networking situation or some kind of um, interest group. Pretty much, you know, I know, and I, and it is intuition, you know, you have that sense, you know, immediately, and then you have to learn to trust it. Isn't that interesting? These are the two <laughs> intuition and trust, and they really do go hand in hand, don't they? They really do. And you know what I've told people for so many years, Terry, is that when you have an intuition, it's not something that you go to all your friends and say, hey, what do you think? Because that's testing the intuition out in the field, trying to get agreement and validation. It's about trusting the intuition. It's yours. It's not all those other people's. They don't need to chime in on it. It's yours. And that's a big growth point for many people to actually have the confidence to believe that they're receiving something that is intuitively to be used by them. And that's really special. And, and what I'd like to point out, though, is that there is a time and a place to ask people. Because if I had not shared my logo, the, the oh sure, asked intuitively, I had the guidance of which four people to to call on. You were one of them, and your perspective on that original logo was mind-boggling. It was, per and, and frankly, I loved it. My husband loved it. Lots of people loved it. But with your perception, I was like, ah, that's not going to work. I can <laughs> No, I, I agree with you. We do. We I, absolutely. We do ask people. But I'm saying, you know, if you go to someone and say, "Do you think I should? Do you think I should? Do you think I should?" Um, after a while, you're not trusting at all. It's not your intuition. It's an aggregate of everybody's opinion of what you should do, and you water it down. Certainly, ask people you really trust, but don't go looking for agreement about you know that your closest 26 friends <laughs> really so would it be fair to say that we need to i'm going to use the word relax we need to relax into trusting our intuition because so many of us are so fearful 
I think so. I think too, though, you have to first relax into being comfortable with yourself. Mm. You know, to spend time alone purposefully, um, to uh, inquire within of things, to figure you out, and to be on good terms with you as well as with whatever it is that you think your intuition is emanating from. <laughs> and you can only create that. Yourself, you need to understand yourself first before you can really understand others. Well, that's absolutely true. But I, you know, I'm I'm going a, a step further, Terry, and suggesting that that we spend enough time with ourselves to know what do I really value? What what are my values in the world? What's my vision for my life? And and to be listening and asking those kinds of questions and doing that in the silence. You know, what are my true beliefs and how am I demonstrating them in the world? And then what are my next goals or challenges or purposes? Now, those things can only be found when you're sitting quietly and you're comfortable in doing that. And then you begin to develop confidence in the responses you're receiving. Love it, love it, love it. And it really is true. The silence is magic. You know, um, I was mentioning to you before the show that I went glamping last week on my anniversary. And we live in a neighborhood that at night, you can really hear a lot of sounds. But to be in the mountains, mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere, and it was, you want to talk about silence. I'm laying there and I wanted the silence. And it, it was so big that what you could hear was absolutely amazing to a point where when we walked into the tent, we didn't even know that there was a clock there, a little clock. I'm laying there at night and I'm hearing this. It was so loud. <laughs> yeah. And it really does hit you how silence can be very loud. All of a sudden you're hearing things that you didn't hear during the day. You hear the crickets, you hear the frogs, you hear the trees rush, uh, rustling. You hear all these amazing things that because we're so busy going, 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 doing, doing, doing during the day, we don't hear them. So to validate that silence piece, going deep within, that is so important because I believe that it's not only about going within, it's also what I call third level listening. Mm-hmm. You know, listening to the little pieces that come in at the same time, because I know that helps me an awful lot too in understanding. And is and so I'd like to ask you that third level listening, which you know all about, how does that contribute to our growth and intuition? Well, if you think maybe a, a prime example would be a three legged stool and you cut one leg off. Mm. <laughs> it's going to tip you know you may be able to stay on it and kind of keep it okay for a while but it's missing a leg um i think as you say it's a, a dimension that is very very important and so you know i was thinking too as you were talking about the silence when you're lying in the tent in absolute silence you're you we always have two options we can be on alert and listening for something, or we can be completely relaxed and letting sounds come in. Right. 
right? Whether that's in the daytime when we're working or whether we're lying in a camp in the middle of the mountains. And I think we do have to be aware that when we relax and we allow sounds to come in, we're much more likely to experience that third dimension. Without question. Without question. Now, before the show, and I do this in almost every show, I work with my angel cards. I love my angel cards. And the deck that I was guided to work with um, was the one from Archangel Raphael. And the card that you chose was the card Recovery. Now, this is a very special card because what you do indeed is to help people recover. Is that is it not? It is. You know, it's what I've always done and even more so now. Um, for eight years, I owned a holistic health and yoga retreat center. And the majority of my clients were people with life-threatening diagnoses and their families. I help people recover on every level. So yes, it's all about that. And what is my life journey about? Just as I said earlier, I've been recovering from an enormous amount of various kinds of abuse. And if I hadn't been through it, I wouldn't have it to give. There you go. So the next card that popped up, and this is again, all working with angels and intuition, is let it go. I pulled this card out, let it go. What are your thoughts on this? What do we let go? What do we hold on to? Well, in general, I think we hold on to way too much. <laughs> we give things so much real estate in our head and our mind and our bodies. Yes, you we know, do. we just, we drag along this huge Santa bag of grudges and pains and things that have happened. And, you know, when people ask me when they come to work with me, what do you do? Like, what do you do? And I say, well, let's use this metaphor. I'm a person who gives you back the use of both hands. Mm. And they always say, well, what do you mean? <laughs> you know? And I say, well, most people who come to see me have one hand that they cannot use because it's holding the lid firmly on a can of worms. They're suppressing all the things they don't want to think about, all the things that they haven't worked through and are not ready to or know that they should or would be better off if they did, but they're busy having life. And so letting go is allowing yourself to actually get some help because only strong people go for help. Weak people don't. So to get some help, to, with somebody could help you take one of those worms out at a time, look at it, decide if it's helpful to you, if it's supportive to you, if it needs to be changed in any way, or if it needs to be gone and replaced with something much better. And so that's what letting go is. We have the opportunity of letting go of our stories. You know, every time we retell our stories of what happened to us, the ain't it awful and he or she done me wrong stories, we re-educate the cells in our body. Yes, we do. And so if we, if we get some help and work it through so we can let it go and know what we're bringing in, what we're replacing it with, then we have so much more peace in our life. So much more peace. And that's what's possible. 
But if we're holding on to it all, it's like we get at the end of the day, you know, slowly, slowly our shoulders come up to our earlobes. <laughs> and yeah, and we're all tense in our jaw and everything. Well, that's a metaphor for what we might be doing in life if we don't take the time to look at what's going on and know that we deserve to not be carrying extra baggage and that we need some help to let it go. Yes, we do need to let go of that extra baggage. And sometimes people just don't know how and you're just the right person to help them do that. So what I'd like to ask you next is what product program or service would you like to offer our audience uh, that will help them let it go? Okay. Um, are, you, are you looking for something that I offer that has a price tag or something that doesn't? Let's do both because I do know here that you do have your uh, special offering gift. Yes. Uh, so let's do both. How's that? Okay, great. Well, let me just, before I say this, let me define that trademark term that I talked about um, because that's what these products are all about. And the term is hijackal. That's my non-clinical term for people who hijack relationships for their own purposes and then relentlessly scavenge them for power, status, and control. So as you were saying, those crazy-making people, those toxic relationships, those extremely difficult people. So hijackles is that term. So now you'll understand what my offerings are. And my free gift to you is my ebook, How to Spot a Hijackle. Because we tend to be people who are good people so we rationalize make excuses for and justify other people's behavior and sometimes if we're with a hijackal that's exactly the wrong thing to be doing so you need to know how to spot a hijackal and you can get that at hijackals.com and you spell that hijack als.com and the other product that i have is a 13 video product to take is called seeing the cycles because you need to be able to see the cycles of patterns and the traits of hijackals clearly and how they're manipulating you daily. And so there's a 13 video course called seeing the cycles and I've given you the URL so that people could find it in the show notes and that will take you through a self-study program look at the videos there's a worksheet with everyone to have you very very deeply reflect on things there are articles that i've written to support the materials they're all there for you so that's the best next step excellent and do you have the website for that product i do not i sent it to you i no i don't have that one i do have w i have the hijackles.com one here Okay, well, let me get it for you. Relationshiphelp.com. Yes, well, you will find it at forrelationshiphelp.com slash product slash cycle six. Slash product slash cycle six. Cycles with an S, C-Y-C-L-E-S, and the number six. Got it. We got it. Excellent. We will make sure to put that in the notes. Sure. Well, Dr. Roberta Shaler, thank you so much for being here today. It is always a joy. I always learn something new about you. It, it is just amazing. I've learned a couple things about you. There's like, really? I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are a lot of fun, full of information. And I just want to thank you on behalf of the Earth 7 Sense audience 
for being here today to share with us about hijackles, to share with us about recovery, letting it go, and to share with us about the importance of listening to intuition and stepping into the silence. So I thank you so much for being here. And to your Seventh Sense audience, I appreciate you very, very much. We would love it if you would please subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash intuitive leadership. And you can find us at Powered by Angels and Intuition on Facebook. So we look forward to seeing you next time with our next great guest and to your highest success.